Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody. Welcome to No Hard Radio right now. This is the 2016 NBA Finals Super Show. Right now, you're joined by me, of course, Ed on the mic. And then we got Mark on the air also. What's going on, Mark? All right, all right, all right. Yes, it is all right. It is all right what we're hearing right now and what we're seeing. This is the the matchup that everybody was waiting for. This is what we predicted in our prediction show. It, it really didn't matter that if we got a round or two wrong. It all led up to what we knew was going to happen. They could have canceled the whole season, right? And just played this series. Uh, although OKC put a little bit of a scare in changing up uh, what was going to happen, but it got to the point where everyone was understanding where it needed to be. And uh, Mark, what? How do you feel about this finals? Are you excited about it, or is it something that uh, you feel is just going to be uh, the hype for it is going to be uh, it is going to be overplayed because uh, you feel the Golden State Warriors are head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah, let me let me just start off by saying, <clears throat> I know every series I've predicted a sweep, so I'm long overdue. <laughs> this sweep's coming, this, this series, <clears throat> because the Cavs haven't played anybody. It's just been practice for them every series. So they're not, they're not, uh, they're not battle-tested, I think. Mm. So I think they're really going to have trouble. I think we witnessed the finals uh, already, uh, that series between OKC and Golden State. I don't really know if OKC really put a scare into Golden State the way you said, after coming out and blowing three games in a row. I mean, how do you, how do you up 3-1? Two of those games are blowouts, and then you lose the next three. How do you do that? Who does that? I still can't figure it out. I'll tell you who does that. Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook does that. That's who does that. So let me, yeah, let me throw this out. So out there to you um, and, and to the fans, which was worse, this collapse by OKC or the collapse by the Knicks when they were up 2-0 against the Bulls? I would say, the, oh, 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 the, uh, oh, actually, you could even bring it a step further. The collapse of the of the Phoenix Suns, who were up three one against the Houston Rockets, and the Houston oh, that, yeah, and the, very good, that's a good one. And the Houston Rockets came back to win that. So, which was the yeah. worst collapse 
Um, I necess- I if I had to pick, I would have to pick this one. I'm sorry. I I, I let me let me in order to kind of get a good um, comparison going. Okay. Who was favorite? Who was favorite in the uh, in the um, Phoenix game? Was Phoenix favored in that situation, or were they dogs to Phoenix was favored. They were the higher seed. Uh, okay. Because yeah, so then that's a, that's a little bit different because. In this series, Golden State clearly was favored, and it was OKC the dog who, right? Exactly, but there, there was uh, Kenny Smith brought up a good point. Uh, one of the few, very few good points they bring up on that inside the NBA. But um, he brought up a point of when he, they played that series, they he uh, the 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 the. Uh, Houston Rockets were always in the games. Like, they were always leading. Like, the, the games that they lost to go down 3-1, to one, they just couldn't figure out how to hold the leads. You know what I'm saying? In the OKC series, they were blowing them out. They, you know, at 3-4, and four, they, had it, they had the game plan down packed. It's just that they fell away from the game plan and reverted back to... Uh, what Charles Barkley calls hero ball, you know. So I mean, it's it's. It, I would I would. That's the reason why I would pick this because all they had to do was still stick to the script and stick to that plan, and they would have found a way to win this series, you know. And as far as Houston and Phoenix, Houston was always up. It, I mean, uh, yeah, they were up. They were just blowing leads. So if once they got that corrected, they was able to win three in a row, you know, and and and. And take the series, you know. But what I, I'm, I'm curious to hear your analysis on this. Do you think this is the greatest collapse, or do you think that the Phoenix one is, or the or the Knicks one is? Uh, I don't. I don't know because yeah, they're, they're, they can all. Be an, I think maybe the Phoenix one's a, a greater collapse because uh, Phoenix was favored and they were up three one. True. Right. True. So. I, loses after being up big to an underdog that, that's definitely got to be a, 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 of a bigger or greater magnitude than what we witnessed I mean because Golden State was favored right I, I don't know what, what happened those two games that they were blown out they definitely fell asleep but I mean they, they won big and I guess OKC plays well when they're up big as opposed to if, you, if you're going to play a grind it out game because they were always in the lead, even in the last three games that they lost to Golden State, they were always in the lead at to start the game. Right. You know, but it just wasn't a big enough lead. You know, when when they hit the slump. But wouldn't you say also that it's kind of a difference also because Houston was coming off a championship. They were going for two in a row, so they were even though oh. even though they were down, they were the defending champion. Oh, so then I guess they would have been considered... Wow, it's interesting that they were the dog <laughs> in that situation. Well, because um, um, they, 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 didn't, they didn't have a high enough seed, and, you know, Phoenix was the top seed. Um, and, and they had home field advantage and everything, so... I gotcha. I gotcha. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're the same. You know, so maybe what Golden State did here wasn't... You know, has already been done. 
don't know. I don't look at it that way. I think that game six of this series has got to be top three. Oh, top five best games ever in the history of the NBA. To be to go into OKC for OKC to throw the kitchen sink at them, be up like up to thirteen points, five minutes remaining up seven, and for Golden State to just will themselves to win that game was just downright incredible. And I think that that game right there, that game six shows. Like Rudy Tom Jonovic said, never on that. They say they've been saying it all over TV. Never underestimate the heart of a champion, and that's how I see. Oh, yeah. That's how I see this Golden State team. Like they just do not want to lose. They don't want to be the team that won seventy three games and now have did not win the title. They are driven. They're possessed right now. Yeah, I mean it's interesting that everyone talks about Golden State uh, and how well they played in that game six that you're talking about but I mean you, we, how are we just forgetting um, Clay I mean the guy was out of his mind he was shooting threes that he shouldn't have been shooting and they were going in he was doing Miller's time Omar Robert was like again yeah and then those, those, those shots that were going in those were the late shots that, that got them closer you know from that 13 point deficit that you were talking about this guy was shooting crazy. I know. And it was like when he caught it, it was already going up in the air. And for some reason, you didn't have a doubt that it was going to just splash. It was yeah, just... It was, it was an incredible performance, for sure. And uh, the, the ratings came out for the OKC series, No Hard Radio fans, and it averaged uh, $16 million on TNT. It was the highest rated TNT broadcast in history of TNT. So... That goes to show you how much Golden State is a draw, and and, and as far as the players they have, and I'm sure I'm, I'm give give props to OKC too for making it a you know a seven game series and making it interesting. But this is a team right now that the the public wants to see. You know, they're exciting. You know, they 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 they. It's like they're playing pickup ball out there. You know, and then they're just very fun to watch and I think uh, all of America is is joining in and trying to, and, and watching them trying to make history here what do you think about that yeah I, I totally agree with that I because I see this I see the NBA this season um, becoming what it was in the 90s you know when it was Bulls versus Knicks where you wanted to watch basketball right you know because the NBA's kind of been lagging behind as far as um, you know fan interest and I think this series uh, this this finals um, you know this playoff run to the finals I think is definitely bringing the NBA back so let me ask you a question what if, if you had to pick who the Cleveland Cavaliers are in this situation Utah Jazz Jordan plays them back to back um, wins of course both uh, finals that were back to back is Cleveland the Utah Jazz or is Cleveland San Antonio Spurs plays the Heat back to back loses to the Heat comes back and avenges that loss and wins the rematch hmm. that's 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure. If I had to pick, I think like the Heat series with the Spurs. The Spurs were so close to winning that series that they lost when Ray Allen drilled that dagger three. Like they had, the, they had the the tape going around already for the celebration. Even in Miami, they they figured it was over, so they had the they had the tape going around the the arena. They actually had the trophy um in the alleyway, about to bring it in. So to lose it that way, I think you have more of a of a of a drive. Like man, we were so close. But I think in the in this particular Cavalier situation, they weren't close. I mean, the only thing they could hang their heads on is we didn't have Kyrie Irving, we didn't have Kevin Love. So now we get a, LeBron gets his full assortment of players, and they get their shot um, at Golden State, which I would say Cleveland falls more under the Utah Jazz, just running into greatness at the wrong time. I, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. I think I have to agree with that, with that scenario. Yeah. I, I, or, or, or the Supersonics when they played the Bulls. Right. You know, Supersonics were the best. Uh, I think they, had, they were the best. They had the best record that season, I think. No, no, no. The Bulls had the best uh, because they went 72-10. and 10. Oh, that was the 72-10, yeah. yeah. They had the best. best record, I think, in the West. I know they were very, very strong. Yeah, yeah, um, and, I, and I know they beat um, the Bulls two games, right? Right. In the they finals. But the Bulls went up three zip, and then they won. Right. They won the last two in they Seattle. Won two, yeah. Yeah, and then they went back yeah. home and lost. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bulls went back home and won. But uh, well, yeah, and so that that that's kind of why I equate it to that because it's exactly the same scenario, right? Right. Uh, Sonic, pretty good team. But they ran into a Bulls team that was just so far above everyone else because they had that magical season. Now Cavs doing the same thing. You know, solid team. They kind of just rolled through the the East, no problems. But now they're going to face greatness, and I don't think they're going to have enough to beat them. Right, right, exactly. Let me ask you this question, Mark. Um, do you think like Curry going through all these games? And playing in seven, you know, a seven-game series with the OKC Thunder, a lot of people may be like, "Oh, wow! Like they, they, uh, they battled." So Cleveland is more rested, and they'll be ready to go, and they're fresh, right? But don't you think that Curry needed these extra games just to get back in this game mode of how to be good? In big game situations, being that he was out so much in the first and second round, and 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 just getting a couple more games under him and getting back that groove that he's that MVP groove that he was in during the regular season. Do you think that it going seven has helped out Curry in that instance? I absolutely think so, and I also believe that you haven't seen you saw flashes of how great. Curry is again in the Portland series. You really didn't see much of it in the OKC series. It was, he was more of a, a cleanup guy at the end, you know, like uh, maybe did things that mattered, like a steal here, a three here and there, but not not the guy that would take over and kind of just shoot lights out, kind of like like what Clay did. I was kind of expecting Curry to do that, right? And he has he didn't do it in the OKC um, 
series. He did it against Portland. Right. Because, you know, Dillard decided he was going to play. And you, you saw what Golden State can do when they were putting up 120-plus points against Portland. Mm-hmm. You didn't see that against OKC. I think we will see it against Cleveland. I think there will be a few. Uh, maybe, maybe if not all four games that they sweep will be blowouts. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, no, no respect for. Uh, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of going a little overboard because Jerry's not around. <laughs> oh yeah, he definitely would have had you. He would have cut you off mid sentence right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's gonna, this is more more so for him. So he missed it. But I'm gonna. I'm. We're gonna play both sides of it, which how you know we have been doing it, but. As far as um, this series coming up, you say you like Golden State in four. Um, who do you? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If, play the other side. Say you are a Cavs fan. And you are believing with all of your heart because I'm hearing a lot of Cavs fans. I'm hearing a lot of people on the boards and they're saying Cavs and Six. A lot of people are picking the Cavs and Six. Uh, it, it's pretty shocking, too, that a lot of people... Uh, Vegas got uh, uh, got the Warriors favored. Uh, Cavs are 9-5. of And, and um, a lot of people are still with that LeBron James... They they still have that in them that he's this mythical, you know, basketball player that can find a way to get this done. I I think because of last year he was able to take two games from Golden State without those top tier players. But what they failed to realize is that was Golden State going to the finals for the first time. So I mean, you 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 throw you you get. You know, the butterflies. LeBron was there, like, for the past four years. I mean, however, five years in a row. So, I mean, you you have to you have to factor in that he, he's been there before. So, of course, he's going to be more calm, stern, and, and, you know, and understand the magnitude of the situation. But Golden State was just there for the first time. So, if you're the Cleveland Cavaliers, how do you go about, how do you beat Golden State? Like, what would you do? Uh, if you were Tyrone Lou and, and 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 try to attack Golden State, so the way the way I see the whole thing, I, it, you got to like look at all the pieces, right? So you got Kyrie Irving, you got you got Love. Mm-hmm. These guys don't have championships under their belt. Right. So and then you got a new head coach in Tyrone Lou. I mean, the guy. How how did the team? How does the team with all these new parts, yeah, they're all together, and yeah, they're good, but there's a difference between being good and then winning championships. I mean, LeBron did only won those championships in Miami because Dwayne Wade already knew how to win. Mm-hmm. Right? He doesn't have that with these guys. Right. He's got to teach them how to win. Exactly. They don't know how to win. They don't, they don't know what it's going to take um, to grind out 
series victory. So I don't see how they're going to do it in six. I, if it goes seven, maybe they have a shot, but I don't see it going seven. And you know, I, I see Golden State is just it's, it's too tough. They have way too many weapons. They played an OKC team that was out of their minds. I mean, they took out San Antonio, something no one, at least I, I didn't hear anyone say that OKC was beating San Antonio. Without a doubt. I didn't hear anyone really going out, uh, bumping their chest on the board saying OKC, OKC, you know? Right. So that's why, to me, um, Golden State took the tougher road, and they're ready to play. Because, I mean, they're not going to put themselves on the brink like they did against OKC, being down 3-1. That's not going to happen against Cleveland. Right. I mean, unless Cleveland's going to be shooting these threes and, and make all these threes that they did in the series against Atlanta, but that was Atlanta. Right. You, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Exactly. And they, they, were blowing out, they were blowing out the Raptors by 30 and then end up losing two games? What was that? Yeah, it was. that was a bit weird, too. I mean... They should have swept the Raptors. I don't know how the Raptors won two games, but they did. It is what it is. But like like I was saying, how do you go about say like, you know, you're you're going in there. How what do you do against this Warrior team to slow them down and to find a way to do you just no clock possessions and just try to try to uh, shorten the game? Do you um, do you try to play with them with three ball because now you have better, you know you have shooters like Channing Frye now who can who can make these three point shots or do you just um, wasn't he in Magic wasn't he in the movie Magic Mike <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that movie so I wouldn't know. <laughs> Channing, 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 I didn't see it either, but I, I could have sworn I heard it. Oh, he was in 21 Jump Street, too. Oh, yeah, Channing Tatum you're talking about? Oh, no, no, Channing. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm Channing, sorry, I got the wrong yeah. guy. <laughs> Channing Fries. Yeah, he, 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 you know, what do you do? Like, do you, uh, is your only hope slowing down the game? No, your, your only hope is to put a bruiser in to take out Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Will Kevin Love check out for two games in the series? Yes. Kevin Love will fake an injury and he'll just go out. Because he can't take the pressure. He needs to do another commercial with, with Lillard. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. Dropping Dimes, the sequel. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> I think they came out with another one. They're on a boat. <laughs> did you see it? <laughs> they did? Now, isn't that the same one? The regular one? No, because the other one they're in a garage and then he's on top of uh, a car. This one they're on like some speedboat. No, for real? Did you not see that? Yeah, you did. Oh man, I definitely gotta gotta YouTube that one, man. I yeah, definitely look it up because I don't I don't remember them being in a, on a boat. <laughs> they were in, they were in the garage and then they were then. Uh, <laughs> Now they have to love is dancing on top of the car. Oh my god. Atrocious. Atrocious. So alright, so you say Golden State in four games this series, is this are you just joking or you really believe that that can actually happen? Uh, honestly I'm not I'm not joking. I, I felt that Golden State should have swept every series they were in. Mm-hmm. That, that was my honest opinion. I was just being honest. I just think they're just head and shoulders above 
every other team. I think the only team that would have given them problems would have been San Antonio, but they didn't get there. So I, I just wasn't a believer of OKC. Mm-hmm. Uh, they proved me wrong, for sure. I mean, it took them to Game 7. Right. But, um, you know, I, I, that's just what I felt. And I, and, and I feel even stronger about the sweep against Cleveland than I do all the other teams from the West. What do you think is going to happen with Durant now? He's a free agent. Um, he's on the market. Uh, he said after the game that he told the reporter, well, we just lost a half an hour ago. You think I'm thinking about free agency? <laughs> but um, these reporters are crazy, like what they ask. But do you think Durant stays on OKC? Is that his best chance to win a title? Or do you think he, he will say goodbye, Westbrook, um, and, and move on? But where is he going to go? That's what I'm saying. There's some options. I mean, he's from Washington. So uh, there was always murmurs that he may want to go home and, and play with the Wizards. Don't ask me why. But if he did, it'll be him, uh, John Roar, and Bradley Beal. Which would be a, a and in the East, which the East is always wide open. Um, that would be one scenario. Another scenario was uh, San Antonio is going to try to make a play for him. Uh, oh my God, what, San Antonio serious? Yes, they're going to try to make a play for Kevin Durant and 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 Salomon how he could win a title with them. So. That's the most. Is there, no, is there not a salary cap in the NBA? How is that even possible? There is, but um, it's it's more about you know circumventing, you know contracts and moving pieces around. Like Ginobili, I don't know if he's gonna be there anymore. I mean, Duncan, I'm not a hundred percent sure what's going on with him. Um, yeah, I know. And um, so they can find a way to make this work. But um, so look what at the thing is San Antonio is the San Francisco 49ers of the eighties. <laughs> well, it, no, I would I would have to make give that to um the Cleveland Cavaliers because Dan Gilbert he's he's paying the luxury tax right now. He's over. He's wow. over right now, and he's doing whatever he can to put a championship team on the floor. To uh, try to bring Cleveland a title, which you have to admire, uh, dudes worth. It's like, a, it's a, I'm surprised that they're over. I mean, they're paying Toronto Lou uh, minimum wage. <laughs> um, so is all the money just going to LeBron? Well, not even. I mean, uh, they paid Tristan Thompson eighty-five million for a backup. Oh for a backup. I mean, I know he does what he does, the offensive rebounds and, you know, defensive rebounds, and he'll give you a couple of points here and there. But $85 million for a backup, that's just plain insane. And you know why Why that's the case? Because LeBron James's agent is Tristan Thompson's agent. So that goes to show you who runs the Cleveland Cavaliers. So I mean, they he 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 backed them up. If LeBron went to Dan Gilbert and said, "I want Tristan Thompson," Dan Gilbert got to sign the check. Wow! And it's just insane that that the level, the NBA has come to that. Like it's crazy, but that's just another story within itself. 
But and then you got. So is Cleveland going after Durant then? Are they in the mix? They can. I mean, I'm sure if LeBron could sell him on coming to Cleveland, he'll try. He definitely will try. But I haven't heard any murmurs about that. But um, I don't think Durant will want to play with LeBron unless he's really hungry, hungry for a title. And even then, it w- it probably wouldn't be fun. Think about that: Durant, LeBron, Love, and Kyrie. I mean, everybody would be rooting against them. You know what I mean? They just will be the villains all over. I mean, it, I understand Big Three, but Big Four? Forget about it. Yeah. You know, that's like an all-star team traveling every game. So it, it, that's just insane if that if something like that were to happen. But I, I believe Kevin Durant stays in OKC. I mean, I don't see him having a better shot. Uh, at, at, you know he has a good core right now with Cantor. He has uh, Adams, which is playing, who's playing well. He has a uh, you know of course Russell Westbrook, and he has a great coach in Billy Donovan. So where can you go? You need this place, OKC, where you started your career, and 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 move someplace else. And you might there might not be greener pastures over there. So I mean I think he's gonna stay. But um, we'll see. You know, you never know what goes on in the NBA player's mind. But I think he'll, he'll definitely stay in OKC. And um, yeah, so let's 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 get back to the series. All right, I think I, I got Golden State in six. I'm gonna give Cavs two games because I was selling short teams that were playing Golden State, and I was like, and and, and they weren't really like, you know, they you know. They was finding a way to squeak in a game here and there and win a game here and there. So I'm going to give respect to the Cavaliers and say, okay, they'll get two games in this series and find a way to um, stay in the series somehow. If it goes to game seven, definitely I give it a Golden State because we talked about yesterday about, uh, um, what was it yesterday? Yeah, about how home teams in game seven. They're what are they now? One hundred and one and twenty-four in the NBA play in the NBA playoffs. So if it goes to Game Seven, Golden State has Game Seven in their building. Teams will wear out. I don't think LeBron probably won't wear out like that. He's like a cyborg. But all the other players around it, after when it gets to that level, is just mentally draining and. The only thing that could push you over the top is you having that game at home because your crowd is like literally driving you to win that game and you get, you know, you will get energy and feed off the crowd. But if it goes to game seven, it's definitely uh, Golden State. But uh, I'll give the Cavs two games. And, um, all right, so um, it's important important to know what two games they're going to win. I think. And I'll tell you why after. I think. I think uh, Golden State will start the series off um, two zip. Cleveland will go back home, win two at home. Golden State wins game five, and then they clinch the title again in Cleveland in game six. Okay. That's my scenario. That's interesting because, that, yeah, that game five is, is a pretty good predictor of the series winner. Yeah. And, and, and it, it surprised me that uh, Golden State winning Game Five in this series actually won it, won it all. Because I mean they were down big, and um, the only series that didn't, the Game Five winner did not advance.
Nets was the uh, first series. Whoever played Miami in the first oh. in the opening round, Charlotte. Charlotte, because Charlotte won Game Five. Oh, okay, they lost the series. That's right. Yeah, because then uh, okay, all right. Yeah, because Charlotte had home. Every other yeah, every other Game Five uh, this these uh, this postseason, uh-huh. this Game Five would have won the series. Oh, okay. Okay. Well. There you have it. There you have it. I mean, uh, yeah, so I, I'm just going to give them their respect and say, okay, you know, they're going to win two games. They're going to find a way, find a way to win two games there. MVP, who do you think is going to be the MVP of this series? Do you think uh, Curry's going to come all out and um, and win that MVP? Or will it be an unknown? I think we got to, I think right now I, I'm looking at Clay Thompson. I mean, with Curry being out and then Clay's performance in Game Six in OKC, I mean, right now I gotta give it to Clay for the for, so far for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right, so you you you're thinking Clay Thompson will be the MVP of the Finals? It, yeah, I think uh, I think that he's part of the guy because I mean, clearly Curry's gonna draw all the attention, right? Um, and that's gonna leave you know. Clay, it's going to give Clay definitely some opportunities like he had it in OKC, um, and I think he's going to take full advantage of that. Let me ask if not, it's going to be with Dollar again. He's just going to come out of nowhere. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like you did uh, oh, yeah, in the last, last year's finals. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Draymond Green is going to be suspended one game in this series? He's on a thin line right now as far as technical. Yeah, he has one tee up, right? One tee up and he's out. <laughs> do you, exactly. So do you think... I, I'm thinking that that may be one of the games that the Cavs win because Draymond Green is not going to be able to contain himself. And if the refs want to make this a little close, tee him up, Get them suspended for one game, and you know it's going to be hard for Golden State to win a game without Draymond Green, you know, in that lineup. So, um, wow, but uh, Golden State has a Festus for the rest of us. <laughs> Festus, Un- Uncle Festus, <laughs> yeah, they have Uncle Festus. Yeah, oh my god, man. Horrible, horrible. He's blowing layups, they're hack of Festus. Dude can't hit free throws. I mean, hopefully Kerr learns from what Billy Donovan was doing because he was kind of schooling him, Donovan. And then at the end, towards the end of the series, I don't know what Donovan was doing. But he was always one up. And Kerr was like just a little bit slower, like, you know, in reacting to what Donovan was doing. But um, like, luckily it didn't hurt them, you know, in the long run. But he has to be pay attention to what's going on in the situations that are happening. You know, because um, always the, the, the your core players, you know, your bench players play the best at home. You know, on the road, it's it's a totally different situation. So you got to ride your stars on the road a little more. You know, play them a little bit more extra minutes. I, I understand. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, what do you think about the 
was going to ask you, what do you think about Durant's play in that game seven? Do you think that he um, maybe paid attention too much to the media? Uh, the reports that were saying he took too many shots in game six? You know why they say, oh, don't read anything, don't read the papers, don't go on the net. But in this day and age, when you have a smartphone in your hand, and even these players are looking at their smartphone in press conferences, it it's damn near impossible to resist it. You know what I mean? Like just to yeah. read, just to read what people are saying about you and say, "Oh, they think I, I I play like that." Maybe I can, maybe not shoot as much and 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 defer to other people, or maybe you know, like it's just a little bit of doubt that creeps in your head. You know, so I mean. Yeah. It's it's ins- it's tough. I th- I definitely think he read what was said about him. That's why he was so nonchalant. And then he happened to have have it going. So if he actually started off faster and took more shots, they probably would have you know they would have been in the game because he he cut him he brought him back um to four with a minute to go. Yep. Yeah, they were down four with like a minute twenty six. Exactly. So I mean, I I, be- I believe a hundred percent that he was reading what was being said about him, and and it's unfortunate, but that's why people say do not read anything. You know, turn all your stuff off because you want to just go into these games like focus without no outside interference, and um, that's a good point. And I believe. What do you think? Do you think he did or? I I personally think he did because he didn't seem to play the way he did in game six. And game six really mattered. So if he felt that that was the way he had to play in order for them to win, then you continue playing that way in game seven. You don't, right. you don't take, I mean, he took a significantly less shots in game seven than he did in game six. Right. And Westbrook, and Westbrook after all that laughing he did during the press conference about Curry's D, I mean, how do you turn the ball over in the spots that he turned it over in game seven late and, and how do you miss layups? I mean, when he missed that, that layup, uh, point blank, you know, how do you do that? Good point. And thank you for bringing up the the stupidity of Westbrook and Durant laughing at the MVP. Now, people will say, oh, but they don't need extra motivation. They are, this is the Western Conference Finals. They don't need this extra motivation. They should be motivated already. Well, I got news for you. Yeah, they're motivated or whatever, but when you challenge someone personally, one-on-one, you don't think it's going to, you know, get them even more amped up to, like, really show them, like, okay, you 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 think I don't got this in me? Look at his D. I never seen Steph Curry play D like how he was playing, like in that series. He was, he was a maniac. You know, after that point when he said that about him, it was over. Like, he was really... Pretty. Yeah, what was it? Yeah, game five, I think? He had two steals against Durant? Yeah, and and, 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 and he was... And, like you said, I think one time you, you brought up the numbers when uh, Curry was guarding Westbrook. And Westbrook was horrible. Horrible numbers against Curry guarding him. Right. It was definitely lower than the combined of everyone else. So... I mean, people be like, look at Jordan. Just because, jo- like, it was like, do you need Jordan to, uh, do you really need anything else to get Jordan revved up? He already gets himself revved up. But there were times when little things here and there will drive him even more. You know what I'm saying? So, 
you, you don't think what LeBron said about Curry, about when he got the MVP, and when he said, oh, most valuable player doesn't necessarily mean, you know, the, what he said, uh, the best, or, I don't know if it was the best, or... It was, right, it doesn't necessarily mean you're the best player in the league. Yeah, something to that extent. I don't know if he used the word best, but it's, it was another word that was used there, and and you don't think that Curry... <laughs> And you know what? Let's not, let's, hold on, let me look it up because I don't want to misquote the king. Right. <laughs> He's not the king, first of all. He's a self-proclaimed <laughs> king. But, um, yeah, go ahead, look it up. And, um, yeah, so, I, I mean... If Jerry was in here, he'd be able to recite it like right away. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. But Curry, when they asked Curry what he thought about him saying that, he said, i become very good at ignoring people. That was his res- response. So, I mean, he, I'm sure he takes those little things, puts them in the back of his head and goes, okay, you another doubter? Let's see, uh, when I see you again down the road, you're going to see what's going what's gonna to happen. So, that's how I feel as far as that. Sometimes even MVPs uh, need uh, a little extra drive, a little extra push to uh, even uh, make, you know, make themselves get up even more to, sh- you know, p- play play even more intense, even, you know, uh, with a greater hatred, a greater passion, just to prove these people wrong. Because a lot of people said last year the Golden State Warriors didn't play anybody to win their first title. Now they was talking about, oh, they played OKC, right? And now they finally met up. A, a team that's completely healthy, right? So they everyone felt they were going to lose. So they took them to seven. So they're like, see, they played a team that was completely healthy, and look, they have to go seven games. So let's see what happens now in the finals regarding that. Were you able to find that, or? Yeah. So he said, um, he said, I think I'm quoting him right now. He said, I think sometimes the word valuable or best player of the year you can have different results. When you talk about most valuable, then you can have a different conversation. And I'm sure he's throwing himself in that conversation, right? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. These, these people don't learn. I mean, just get props. You had your run. I mean, you had four MVPs, right? What do you... I, I, People get mad because Curry got unanimous MVP. Really. That's why people are really mad because he got a unanimous MVP. He f- I mean, but uh, these are the, who, who votes on this, right? Isn't it the writers or, or is it the coaches? Right, the writers and all these other people. I don't even know the whole right. enchilada. You know, how hard, you know how hard it is to get people to agree on anything? That's what I'm saying. So when when it's unanimous, I mean, it, 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 it's got to be a situation where it's so far and above obvious that you have no choice mm-hmm. but to pick this guy. Because I mean, if you if you sit down, everyone's going to sit down and do their little ranking, right, and put what they feel who who should be where and in what order, right? Right. So now now when you start kind of fitting guys into certain plots. You have to say to yourself, well, why, why does this guy get be? Why does this guy go ahead of this guy, right? So if they all came to the same conclusion that Curry is the guy that they're voting for, and it was unanimous and it's never been done before, 
it's just a testament to how far above Curry's play and, and what the team accomplished. I mean, you can't take that away. You know, I don't understand this sour grapes. I mean, <laughs> the, the system works because it's never been done before, right? It's not like it's a broken system and every year it's unanimous for the same guy. And the crazy, you know what I mean? I think what's, what, what is driving people mad is think about the names that went throughout the years. You would think like Jordan would have had a unanimous, right? No. Exactly. That's exactly the point I'm trying to make. Like, how do we not? Even when they had the 70, 72 and ten run, how did they? How did he not get out? How was it that Jordan was not? Who was the MVP that year anyway? Ah, uh, good question. Was it Jordan? Who stole votes from Jordan then? Ah, uh, that's a good question. But but think about this. It a lot of people also you know equated to. A hater here and there like so say like if somebody doesn't like LeBron for whatever reason they're not gonna vote for LeBron you know what I mean so that'll, that'll be one against him like when 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 he won the MVP I think there was one year where it was like maybe like one person voted against him you know what I'm saying it was the writer, it was the writer in Cleveland <laughs> there you go. So I mean, just like just like Jordan, it was the, the couple of writers from New York who didn't vote for Jordan. <laughs> there you go. So I mean, it's like you said, it's very hard to get everyone to unanimously vote, and that's a testament of Curry because everyone just likes him. You know what I mean? So it's like, is yeah. is, is this guy? Should we give this person a vote or this person a vote? I mean, these guys won seventy three games. He was consistently the best player on the court. When he was on the court with anybody else opposing opponent facing him, how can you not say he was not the best player on that court? So, I mean, right. it's unanimous. And, and you know, let's not forget the elephant in the room because I think I think a part of what we saw what Westbrook did as far as laughing at Curry, part of it was, yeah, I don't think anyone can guard me, that's one side of the story. I think the other side of the story, when you look at Curry's build, he's not really a big guy. He's a rather small guy, rather slight. So that kind of plays into why people feel the way they do about him as far as the players go, because he's not an intimidating presence. And that's why we hear these things and why guys in the league are maybe a little bit envious of his success. Uh, for lack of a better term. I agree. But you, you look at his slight build, and I think maybe that's why people on the outside at least feel like they, this guy is likable because he doesn't have that intimidating presence. I mean, LeBron kind of pisses people off because they kind of view him as, a, you know, an oversized human being where it's not even fair, you know? Right, right. So, an H- Curry is more like the underdog, and people like to root for underdog. An H an H G H monstro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to say that because I don't know that for sure. But yeah, I mean, people say that. I mean, right? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, they look at this frail person whose ankles could go out at any moment. And and this guy is just throwing shots from all over the place, and he's scoring thirty at will, and you can't do anything about it because his release is just so fast. And those moves he was putting on Adams, I don't know why they were switching Adams on him, but he was just—it was just amazing. 
and Adams is so long, and in, in an instant, the ball was just out of his hands, and, he, and Adams just missed the block by such a little, you know, like, yeah. like a millisecond, you know what I mean? But uh, I mean, I'm a, uh, you're 100% right. People just look at him and they get jealous of him. Like, how's this guy the MVP? You know what I mean? It's like, right. so that's a good point, and uh, and I agree with and you. Who was the Who was the other guy on OKC? A guy named Robertson? Yeah, Robertson. Yeah. Okay, because I, I don't know if you remember that that play where Curry kind of broke his ankles and he was crawling on the floor with his hands and knees. Did you, did you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> he had no idea where Curry was. That was hilarious. They should have. They should have told him. Listen, you gotta get off the court. <laughs> They should have sweeped him off the court since he was already yeah, on the floor. That was, that was embarrassing. Yeah, so that that was that definitely was it. But yeah, so there you have it. No Hard Radio 2016 NBA Finals Super Show. We're at the last 15 minutes, so we're just gonna segue it into. Well, congratulations to the Golden State Warriors, your 2016 NBA champions. Um, no, no respect, well, right? Well, you actually you actually had a great segue when you talked about Adams. Since we're, we're moving into <laughs> Kyle Drogo, correct? <laughs> You're right. Yes, we are moving right into Kyle Drogo. Um, Mark says that's Adams, the lookalike from Game of Thrones. But um, let's get right to it. Last two weeks of Game of Thrones has been crazy. Did you did you get to see the last episode? I don't want to talk about if you didn't see the last episode. No, I did. I did. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's start. Let's start with with uh, last week's episode, the Hodor episode, which was one of the greatest episodes that I've seen in Game of Thrones history. Um, we kind of knew that his name was Hodor. You know, there was inklings about hold the door and things of that nature. We didn't know how it was going to play out on the screen. Is was the Hodor moment? Did it hit you more than the red wedding moment? My question to you. No, it did hit me more. The red wedding was just so. I I, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect the whole thing either. I, I was definitely curious because I wanted. I was hoping they'd get to the origin of that. Um, I'm still a little confused with how that all works. You know how the future influences the past. All that it, it just seems confusing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it was more surprising than the Red Wedding. The Red Wedding, to me, was like one of the moments that I, in television history that I never expected. I agree with you 100%. I don't know why people were saying this on the boards about it. People saying they were in tears, that they were like, it hit them emotionally. I, I felt it, but I didn't feel a hold on was that much of a main, main character like all the characters that perished in the Red Wedding episode. You know what I mean? These were characters right. that, that you thought were going to make it towards the end. You know? It was like, there's no way these yeah. people are going anywhere. And then when, it, when you know, when, when World of Frey got all this done and, 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 and all of this happened, I was just like, wow, this is insane. But yeah, I'm 100% with you, with, with you. This was not a red wedding type, you know, take over the mantle. But uh, as far as uh, um, that episode also, um, and uh, Mira taking away uh, Bran, uh, leading into this episode that came out right now, 
do, do you feel it, find it odd that Mira is becoming such a big character in this series? Do you think something is going to come out about her past that's going to, you know, shock us a bit? She's starting to be, you know, she's starting to come into her own as a character here. Well, what are you saying? Is she Xena the warrior princess? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> no, not that. I'm just saying as far as having some importance, like major importance in the show. I mean, think about it. I'm glad it. you brought that up. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, but I, I, I didn't see that at all. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying I didn't see it at all. I'm saying I, it never even came into my uh, my thoughts about her at all. That's interesting that you're bringing this up because now that, that opens up another storyline that I'm still trying to figure because they got so many open stories now you just open up another one right. I'm having trouble keeping track <laughs> you're right I mean I'm, I, I, the reason why I'm saying that is because look the, the old dude died in the tree right was it the three eye raven right this dude right, yep. Hodor died right um, so all these major people died and she's alive and she killed the right and she killed the white walker in, in the midst right. of all of this so when I seen her get out of it and get Bran out of it, I was like, oh, wait a second. This this girl, she's surviving all of this and bringing him out. I mean, she's definitely, to me, she's in it for the long haul. That's all I'm saying. Like, she's going to be there, you know? So, I mean, and and uh, and now that in this episode, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it, you know, um, Benjen coming back? Come on, man. See, yeah, because now, now I'm glad you got to this because I didn't really want to bring it up during the Hodor piece because that was last week. Right. But now fast forward, we're now this week, and now this guy comes and saves them. So then, really, they didn't need Hodor. You know, he he lived his whole life to do one job, and they didn't even need it because they still were being chased. <laughs> you know, the dummy didn't hold the door. They got through. Well, well, he tried to hold the door as best as he can, but you know those hands were going. Right, away. but but look, it wasn't enough. They still got through. They caught up with them, and then they needed this guy. And then you got many Skeletors coming up, uh, trying to get them. All these like like skeleton bones, and then Benjen comes with some fire trickery, and uh, and and does his thing, clears out the area. And we didn't see Benjamin since season one, when this dude vanished into the woods. And, and if I right, and if I understand the story correctly, he's technically dead. He just the children of the forest somehow revived him, so he wouldn't become a White Walker. Is that is that correct? What I got? Is that what you got from that? Yes, he's half White Walker, uh, half like. Dead or something? <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Oh, wait, like half man, half amazing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince Carter style. Yeah, you're right. He, he, <laughs> he he's definitely that. Uh, it should be interesting what he, what you know how how this works out. I mean, um, yeah, he he's he's half and half. So maybe he can he can he's gonna be a major part in this. Like to uh, as far as because he's kind of half White Walker. So I mean. Is he gonna talk to the Night King? You know, the Night King, the head White uh, White Walker, and be like, "Hey, yo, let's work out a deal here." <laughs> do, do you think this is like these storylines are just instead of converging, they're diverging, and and it, we're really going nowhere? <laughs> <laughs> do you feel 
Let's put it this way. A lot of people are saying that this season is 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 kind of like right now. It's like kind of like tilting downward. I don't see it that way. I know there's a lot of open storylines going on, and um, case in point, some of them are going a little longer, like Daenerys. Still in the desert or wherever the hell she is, like it seems like she's always around, like the desert or whatever. Like that's taking a little too long, and right. and uh, the and she hasn't figured out how to get the ships. <laughs> Still hasn't figured that out since season one. She's been wanting ships. Then she's on a dragon. Now she's looking like she's gonna be evil. Like I, I don't know, Con- wants to conquer the world type thing. Then you got. All your Starks um, um, storyline, which is taking a little long, you know, to get her out the. That's another story. So the, all that was a waste of time. Yeah. The many face God was all a waste of time. I wanted to see where that story was going, and really went nowhere. Basically, it was uh, the 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 main point of the story was to show her how to be an assassin. Yeah, I guess, but now she's now she's got to beat this girl. Yeah, this one bitch. <laughs> Yo, this girl is going in, and and then she turned. She but tell me you wasn't pumped when she got needle. When she got needle from the rock, I was like, oh boy. It's I, I was trying. Yeah, I was trying to guess what scene you got pumped at, and, and I thought it was the, the Jamie scene because that would have been awesome if if they just took on the sparrows right there. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And then, and then the high spell blinked, <laughs> or maybe he didn't blink. He, he had his nice little chest piece hidden, and then pulled it out. Good. Cho- I, that's why I told you it was like that episode was like a chessboard. There was a lot of moving pieces going around here, but yeah, yeah. I think yeah, like Arya Stark is gonna have a battle right now, and um, Jay. Now they lost Tolman to the high sparrow, and but but Marjorie is starting to play chess. Because if you think for a second that she doesn't have a plan, then something's wrong with you. Right. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, she's got a plan. She's playing Tolman, and she's playing the High Sparrow. She's playing. She's playing all of them. Now, whether she gets away with it is a whole different situation. But um, she's definitely up to something. And then you got um, who else you got? You got um, we're missing. Oh yeah, like you said, Jamie. Now our being exiled by Tolman saying, look, I don't want you here, you know, getting kicked out. Right. And, and and then we saw the return of World of Free. He was, he, he, he's here. Yes, that's, yeah, exactly. He's the last of the old guys. Yeah, so I mean, he's in the building. This dude has just stepped in the building. So you know he's got, he's going to get his. You just don't know where it's coming from. You know who's gonna do it? What's gonna happen? And uh, we'll, 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 you know, we didn't even see Ramsey. So what's gonna oh, happen? Right. We haven't. Yeah. What's gonna happen there? Like you said, there's a lot of open storylines in, in in this. Yeah, and, and I still can't figure out. Can you explain? Well, actually, no. I've, I've got it all figured out. But can you explain it to the fans? Yeah. They want to know. Sure. What, what's going on with the Blackfish and River Run? What the hell happened there? Oh, with the Black... Oh, that's a good... <laughs> you know what? That's a great question. 
That's a great question. I have no clue <laughs> what the hell is going on. Me, I, me neither. Because and it's very key, right? Because Walt, Walt, I don't know his name, Waldorf Emerson, Walter Frey. Walter Frey, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he references it. And apparently it was part of the conversation between um, uh, Jon Snow and, uh, what's her name? It's, uh, the uh, Sansa. Sansa. Sandra, yeah. Remember that conversation where she lied? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About knowing what happened at River Run? Right. So it's, like, it's, it's a key piece to the story that I, me as a watcher, have no idea what they're talking about. Me either. I I'm, I'm agree 100%. When they said Blackfish, I was like, who? <laughs> Because <laughs> these run. what the hell happened there? Yeah, let me tell you something. They bring this stuff out of nowhere, and it's like you got to remember it. You know, you, it's like right. there's so much stuff that goes on. It's just insane that that it's it's hard to to remember all this stuff. You know, it's just insane. But that's a good question, and I'm sure within the next two episodes, we're gonna find out what's gonna happen, and then we'll come back and discuss. Uh, what's going on because after the finals we're going to come back and do that the 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 post game final show but um yeah that's a good question so uh, you know so, one one more i think i have one more fan question here on twitter okay um which one which one did you which one you, did you like more so far the uh nba series between golden state warriors and okc or game of thrones so far this season which one are you enjoying more? I would say... I would say Game of Thrones. Only because... Okay. Only, only because... My team is in Golden State or OKC. <laughs> but if my team was one of them... Believe me, and there you have it, Sam. That's how you answer the question. Believe you me. If I had one of those teams in that fight... Oh man, I would have said I would have definitely picked that. I would have picked that. If it was the Pacers or the Lakers, yeah. you probably wouldn't have seen any episode <laughs> of Game of Thrones. You know, we wouldn't even have the Game of Thrones segment. <laughs> you would have had to like, like catch me up on the whole season right now, all six episodes. <laughs> but uh, we would still be talking Lakers and Pacers right now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, I mean, it's the truth. I mean, I, I def. But you know, nothing stands time still more. That when that Game of Thrones episode comes on. Because the time goes by so fast when you're watching a Game of Thrones episode. Because there's literally so many storylines hitting at you. And you're invested and interested in so many storylines. Then the hour's done or 52 minutes or whatever the episode is. And you're like, what the hell? And then you're waiting for the... Yeah, it goes by quick. It's so true. It so, goes by so fast. And I never ever seen a show like that that kept me invested in that that I'm like damn a half an hour went by already you know what I mean like it's like <laughs> <laughs> all you Game of Thrones fans know what I mean you know when you do that you just like oh my god that means it's only 30 minutes more they didn't even get to this person yet they didn't get to that yet you know you start counting you think it in your head who's next you know so I mean I don't know how they're gonna wrap all this stuff up Mark because they said they have what there's four more episodes right then they have another what they're gonna split the last season up into two segments and I think it's like 13 episodes or whatever after that but it seems like they have so much to to get to that I hope it's not all just crammed in there and and just 
you know. So how many episodes total are you saying that are left? I believe there's seventeen. This season and next. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Seventeen. They might. They might have enough time to wrap some of these stories up. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. At least, yeah. Well, and and we learned of uh, another sword that's Valerian steel, right? From uh, Tali. Good. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up, Sam. Uh, taking the sword, and uh, and right. we don't know what's gonna happen regarding that nature. And we know, and we know, needle is Valerian steel, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's gonna get interesting. I mean, there's a lot of plot line storyline. Amy has one, and. Jon Snow. Yeah, right. Jon Snow has one, right? Yep, correct. Yeah. Correct. So, yeah. it's 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 gonna get it's gonna be interesting. But no hard radio. This is it. We are at sixty one minutes. Wow, what a what a super show! I this was I didn't name the super <laughs> show for nothing. But uh, this is uh. Thanks, <laughs> We're gonna see you guys. Um. Jerry, sorry you couldn't make it. I know you got. Uh, let me just tell no hard fans that Jerry got the Cavs in this. He got the Cavs in six. Um. Uh, you know, good luck to his team. And uh, no hard radio. We're gonna see you in the post game after the after the finals. We're gonna have a show letting you know. Uh, just recapping. Uh, what 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 went down with the NBA Finals? And I believe yeah, it will be very quick, fans. We'll be back. After the four game sweep, <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll take we're gonna see y'all and uh, enjoy the NBA Finals, enjoy Game of Thrones, and uh, Mark, I'll check you on the next time, man. All right, see you. Peace.